Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Remember yesterday I said I would uh, pitch in $1,500 for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's favorite charity if the Prime Minister will agree to an interview with me. Not 10 minutes, but at least half an hour, one-on-one. Or he can take calls. We'd leave that entirely up to him. But I said I'd uh, pitch in $1,500 if the Prime Minister will do that. So I just received an email from Chris in Alberta. He writes, hi, Roy, I'll kick in another $1,500 to go with yours. So now we're up to $3,000. $3,000, $1,500 from me, $1,500 from Chris, if the Prime Minister will sit down for an interview with me. We'll see if it gets any higher, and uh, then I'll make contact with the Prime Minister's office. And we, We've tried to get the Prime Minister on this program before he became Prime Minister. And constantly the response was no. There was always a reason why he couldn't or he wouldn't do it. So hopefully, if there's a significant amount of money that's going to his favorite charity, maybe he'll sit down and maybe he'll agree to an interview. No questions off uh, out of bounds. I am going to talk to seven prime ministers. Might as well make it eight. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know that Chris has pitched in an offer of another $1,500 for an interview with the Prime Minister. This email that I read to you yesterday has been getting a tremendous amount of response. Email after email after email after email. It's been getting quite a bit of response on Twitter as well, at The Roy Green Show. And the email read, and I read it here yesterday afternoon, why do you go on and on about Trudeau, about what Trudeau does? If he wants to fly to the Caribbean for the holidays, he has every right to do so. He's the prime minister, and he has more rights than you. Say something constructive instead of complaining. So I just want you to be aware that according to, looking for the name here, I can't find the BW, BW, BW writes, um, if he wants to fly to the Caribbean for the holidays, he has every right to. He's the prime minister, and he has more rights than you. Well, he certainly can go on vacation, but when he uses the Challenger jet, then uh, it costs taxpayers money, and I think we should know where our prime minister goes on vacation. Certainly, Barack Obama has had no problem letting Americans know where he goes on vacation. And when it came to using the, uh, the helicopter of the Aga Khan, which is contrary not only to the, the ethics um, of parliament, but also contrary to the law, 
as I understand it, and I've got some information on that here. There's a lot of explaining to do, and I want you to have a listen to this. We, uh, we, we got this from CBC's um, Audio Vault, and it's Justin Trudeau being asked about and explaining as only he can the use of the Yager Khan's helicopter. You traveled on the Challenger to NASA, and the Yager Khan's island is 115 kilometers from NASA. Could you explain how you traveled from NASA yes. to the Yager Khan's island? Yes. Uh, the, the travel back and forth from NASA to the island uh, happens on uh, the Yager Dusta Yusuf. Uh, and uh, that's something I think we've uh, we've uh, just uh, we're in the process of uh, of uh, explaining in detail to uh, uh, to the media, um, and it's something that certainly we uh, look forward to discussing with uh, the conflict of ethics uh, conflict of interest and ethics commissioner. Uh, but uh, we don't see uh, we don't see an issue on that. When anybody comes a minister, uh, you have to file a confidential disclosure form with the conflict of interest commissioner. And I'm told that oftentimes that disclosure will include a list of names of friends and relatives who may have dealings with the government. They might be a lobbyist, might be a supplier. I'm wondering, did you supply such a list to the conflict of interest commissioner? Was the AugaCon on that list? And would you now commit to making that list public? Um, the any uh, public office holder or MP has to uh, submit a, a, an answer, a very detailed uh, questionnaire from the Conflict of Interest and uh, Ethics Commissioner on a broad range of things from personal bank accounts to uh, business interests to uh, uh, properties held. Um, I have uh, not seen uh, a list of uh, associates or family friends that could cause uh, problems and I, I didn't provide any names on that but uh, the fact that the uh, Aga Khan has been a, a longtime family friend is uh, well known. He was a, a, a pallbearer at my father's uh, uh, mildly publicized funeral uh, a number of years ago. So uh, there's Justin Trudeau. One of the other pallbearers was, of course, Fidel Castro. And we remember the effusive eulogy the prime minister wrote about Fidel Castro not long ago. Also, uh, reading in a, in a column from uh, the Toronto Sun... The Federal Conflict of Interest Act prohibits ministers from using private aircraft without prior permission from Parliament's Conflict of Interest Commissioner. Trudeau did not seek prior permission. You heard him say that. The act also allows for the use of a private aircraft by a minister in exceptional circumstances, such as an emergency or during the performance of a minister's normal public duties. NDP MP Thomas Mulcair and some experts consulted by the Post about this aspect of the Conflict of Interest Act believe it's an open and shut case that Trudeau broke the law. So there it is, and uh, I'm going to say hello to Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, uh, Justin Trudeau's seatmate, as you know, after listening to this program for some period of time. Michelle is a regular contributor to our Saturday Beauties and the Beast segment, and uh, Michelle was the ethical MP who informed all Canadians on her website about her travel expenses, all the expenses that she ran up as an MP. She listed and posted on her website, and she was punished for doing so by the party. Taken, All her speaking privileges in Parliament were taken away after they first tried to bribe her with a larger office and one with a private bathroom. Michelle, as you listen to, thank you for taking the time on Sunday, as you listen to Mr. Trudeau explaining or trying to explain and his way around the use of the helicopter. What's your reaction? Well, first 
off for I thank you for the invitation. This is a treat. Two days in a row. <laughs> um, there was a lot of stammering in that particular statement. Uh, it was a way of almost pleading guilty but having an explanation. Uh, when he said he'd known the Agacon since he was a toddler, my question is, and your point is what? Is the Agacon was a pallbearer. Again, that's irrelevant. He broke the law. And he finally fessed up to, you know, it was all secret, it was all hidden, and then, the, you know, the leak started. Drip, 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 drip. And it just seems to me that this government has an ethical deficit that is growing by the week. There is no mystery, as I understand it, there is no mystery about the requirement to inform the Federal Ethics and Conflict of Interest Minister or, or Commissioner about trips that you're taking that will involve using somebody else's private aircraft. No mystery, no, no, no hidden a little clause or paragraph somewhere in some regulation. That's straightforward, is it not? Absolutely. There is no legalese. You would have to be, and excuse this expression, an absolute moron not to read and see that that is not allowed. That you, there's a step you have to take, and he just chose not to. Um, I, I have no idea why this government has had such a tin ear about ethics and this type of thing, but it's apparent to me that it does. And when Mr. Trudeau talks about the Aga Khan being a multi-decade family friend, he doesn't mention the fact that the Aga Khan is looking for many millions of dollars from Canadian taxpayers to underwrite some of his charitable efforts. So the, the Aga Khan looking for more than $50 million, from what I understand, from the Canadian taxpayer. He then has the Prime Minister and the Prime Minister's wife and children at his island. He has the President of the Liberal Party and her husband at his private island. And he has Seamus O'Regan, Liberal MP, and Seamus O'Regan's husband at the private island, and they're flying back and forth on the helicopter. Somebody said, well, there's no other way to get to the island. Well, has anyone ever heard of boats? And I suspect the Aga Khan probably has a nice one of those. Well, has anyone... I can't believe that from Nassau or wherever it is that you couldn't charter your own helicopter. Well, true, I yes. Just, I just have trouble believing that there's only one helicopter that can be accommodated on the Aga Khan's uh, island. I think that that was all diversionary. There was only one way. And, you know, it, it, it's all smoke and mirrors to cover for the fact that what he did was wrong and was not in compliance with the law. Michelle, let me get you to hold on. We're going to come back and talk some more. We'll also take some phone calls. But I want you to think about this and then give us the answer when we come back, Michelle. And the question is, are we making too much of the prime minister's trip, his secret trip to the Bahamas, his secret trip to the Aga Khan's private island, and his secret use 
of the uh, Aga Khan's helicopter. We'll come back with Michelle Simpson in a little bit. We'll include your phone calls. Stay with us. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You traveled on the Challenger to NASA, and the Ogdecons Island is 115 kilometers from NASA. Could you explain how you traveled from NASA to the Ogdecons Island? Yes. Uh, the, the travel back and forth from NASA to the island uh, happens on uh, the Agredesta Yusuf, uh, and uh, that's something I think we've, uh, we've uh, just, uh, we're in the process of, uh, of uh, explaining in detail to, uh, uh, to the media. Um, and it's something that certainly we uh, look forward to discussing with uh, the conflict of, ethics, uh, conflict of Interest and Ethics Commissioner. That was a little bit of the Prime Minister again. I wanted you to hear his explanation or his attempt at an explanation on the use of the helicopter, the Agar Khan's helicopter, uh, just received another $1,500 offer to um, make it possible for an interview with Prime Minister Trudeau, Dennis Erickson, who is a businessman in this country, and uh, also received an email from E.A. Austin in Alberta, who writes, I have to read you this. Let me just get this email up here. Roy, I've been unemployed in Alberta for some time now, so have limited funds. But I will kick in my carbon tax rebate check to the fund to entice our great leader for a sit-down for 30 minutes. It's not going to do much good elsewhere. K.A. K.A. All right. Thank you so much. So I'll get in touch with the Prime Minister's office this week, this coming week, tomorrow. And I'll let them know that we have uh, 4500 maybe close to $5,000 at this point, that will be made available, made, uh, will be delivered to the Prime Minister's favorite personal charity if he'll agree to an interview with me. We'll see where that takes us. Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, former seatmate to the Prime Minister, is uh, with me. We'll include your calls in a few minutes. Michelle, is, some people have suggested, not when they've gotten in touch with me, only one person has take an exception with what we're doing, and that's the person who uh, wrote that he's the prime minister and he has more rights than you. But there are people who feel that too much is being made, that it's just a right-wing attack on, on the prime minister who's entitled to his vacation and entitled to use his friend's helicopter if that's the transportation that's available. What do you say? Uh, no, I, I, you know, Roy, I don't think that too much is being made of this, because in my mind, it speaks to the mindset and the character of our Prime Minister. And in fact, he's actually, uh, that, that email that you got has more rights, the PM has more rights, uh, to me could have been written by the PMO, you know, as far as I'm concerned. There is no name attached. There is no name attached, Michelle. Yeah. Well, you know, really and truly, to say he has more rights, in this case, you're also saying he's above the law. And in my view, no one's above the law. Do you remember when, um, you know, speaking of making too much, when Harper took his son to a hockey game in the U.S., the outrage and, you know, and when Peter, and that it wasn't even illegal. It was 
people outraged at how our money's being spent because Harper used a government asset. And when Peter McKay, in another helicopter episode, it was an outrage, you know, from the left against the right. But those two episodes, while I thought um, they should be reimbursed, because they were for personal use, um, neither one was illegal. This appears to be illegal. According to the, according to the regulations and the law, yep. and I'm reading again from the Sun column, the yep. Federal Conflict of Interest Act prohibits ministers from using, and the Prime Minister is a minister, he happens to be the Prime Minister, the Federal Conflict of Interest Act prohibits ministers from using private aircraft without prior permission from Parliament's Conflict of Interest Commissioner. Trudeau did not seek prior permission, which we heard him say. Yep, he, he fessed up to it. So, to me, that's a confession. Here's another interesting email that's come in from Don. And he writes, Roy, who else was at this holiday meeting? No names. Who else? George Soros-like people? That's what we need to know. So above and beyond the prime minister and his family, and I know that people on the left will be saying, good God, where are they taking this? I think it's a relevant question, particularly, again, because the Aga Khan is lobbying the federal government of Canada for significant funds for his charitable efforts, and he does a lot of good around the world. But who else was at this particular island at this particular time with the Canadian prime minister? I think that's a fair question to ask, Michelle. I absolutely couldn't agree with you more, you know, because they could have had, you know, their chins wagging and because there was no explanation. There could maybe be no other explanation than we're not getting the whole story Mm -hmm. because it was so secretive. I mean, it was really secretive. And they tried to keep it that way, which says to me, I agree with uh, with Don. It says to me there were other people at this particular island at this vacation, and they may not want us to know who they are. If I'm wrong, exactly. I apologize. No, I don't. I don't apologize. It's a fair question to ask. Let me take a break. We're going to come back with uh, Michelle Simpson and include your calls at 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Two questions for you. And let's start with the email. When the person who wrote the email writes, he's the prime minister and he has more rights than you. Not just me. That would include all of us. According to whoever sent this email, the Prime Minister has more rights than any of the rest of us. Do you buy into that? Do you support that? And what's your view of the Prime Minister's vacation on the Aga Khan's island and the use of the Aga Khan's private helicopter? 1-800-263-2428. Are there questions that need to be answered? We'll come back. Direct, hard-hitting, no-holds-barred. The Rory Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Michelle Simpson is with us, former Liberal Member of Parliament, former seatmate to the Prime Minister, when they sat in opposition, and that was during question period, and we're talking about Mr. Trudeau's visit to the private island. Imagine that, having your own island. In the Bahamas, the private island of the Aga Khan, who's looking for more than $50 million from 
Canada's taxpayers for his charitable efforts, and the Prime Minister and his family, and the Liberal Party President and her husband, and MP Seamus O'Regan and his husband, uh, were all at the island, as you know, and they used the, the helicopter. Michelle, for the people who have not heard your story, would you just, in your words, reprise quickly before we go to the phones and hear what we are going to be hearing, remind us of what happened to you when you took it upon yourself to inform each and every Canadian how you spent your expense account money as an MP. Well, uh, I did so initially with the permission of the then whip, so I'm not some kind of renegade. They change up whips and they want to silence me. So first, you know, you try the, the sweetness. Uh, we got a bigger office, Michelle, and one with a private uh, washroom, but you have to take down your website. I got a lot of pressure from the then leader, uh, Michael Ignatieff, to put the toothpaste back in the tube, and I refused. Then when none of that worked, it was stripping me of, you know, my right to speak in Parliament, uh, which to me... It represented parliamentary privilege. It, it is, it, they shouldn't have been allowed to do that, but they did. But I would, there was no part of me, boy, that was ever going to reconsider. And you did say to them, better still, why don't you do what I do? Oh, yeah. I, I said, do you realize how popular this move would be? and how it would go a long way to restoring confidence in all politics if we all did this. And, you know, the response was, you opened a can of worms. Well, guess what? My can didn't have any worms. I just find it so disturbing, really, really disturbing that this went on and that they felt that you should take down the website or at least stop posting your expenses because from my perspective there's only one possible reason for that there's only one possible reason for that request yep they didn't want to go there because they knew every party knew that they were there's dirt there and there was misspending there and that is the only possible reason you know, it wasn't way to go, Michelle, or it was, and I got it from all parties. You know, I, you know, I heard from all parties. So they were all guilty as far as I was concerned. It's, it's so disturbing. I'm just thinking about you being in that office, Ignatius' office, and being offered, offered a larger office with a private bathroom. Norm is in Saskatchewan. Hey, Norm, go ahead, please. Hey, Roy, how are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Very good, thank you. Like, um, I just wanted to point out, I'm really disgusted with our governments. Like, uh, um, even after that fire up in Fort McMurray, they recanted the money that they were going to give them to help rebuild. Um, they're giving two hundred million dollars to Iraq. Like, uh, I, I've. I've struggled myself. Like uh, I uprooted a business from Alberta. I had Canada's largest outdoor adventure company, and then I uh, I've been making headline news all over Canada with a recycling program I'm doing. 
Um, what we're starting to do is that we're starting to recycle metal beer caps from bars, pubs, and restaurants all over the country. And I've actually tried to get uh, help from the government and stuff. And um, so what I did is I started uh, making fishing lures out of these recycled bottle caps. Now, I moved my company from Alberta way out to Quebec uh, years ago because I was promised $400,000 uh, as startup uh, with this business. And as I got out to Quebec and got settled, I was told all the money was chewed up by the sponsorship scandal back then. Yeah. So you're the guy, you're the guy doing what they want to have done. You're the recycler. You're the guy with the, with the entrepreneurial effort to recycle. Absolutely. And, and, there, the and there's no support for you. Exactly, and the, and the reason why I got into this is because Norm, uh, Norm, I, Norm I, I have to cut you just because of time. Um, yep. Are you still in the business? I'm still in the business. I, I was just in Regina where I'm, uh, they're coming out with a story on Monday uh, in regards to my recycling efforts. Uh, by the end of the week, I'll have every bar, pub, and restaurant in Regina, Moose Jaw, Medicine Hat, Swift. Current, Good for you. Recycling all their bottle caps. All right. So, what's your word about what's your word about Justin Trudeau? How does what the prime ministers had to say about his vacation? What is the fact that he did not speak to the conflict of interest commissioner speak to you about? I think it's absolutely appalling. Like, uh, um, like, like a lot of these people in power, like abuse abuse their privileges and really let down Canadians. Um, like, he's been traveling abroad and, like, using Canadian yeah. taxpayers' money to do so, and, like, I think it's totally wrong. Okay, thank you for the call, Norm in Saskatchewan, 1-800-263-2428. I want to stick to the issue of the Prime Minister's visit to the Agra Khan, private island, and the use of the helicopter. Because that's where the issue is. That's where the crux of it is. And, of course, there's the Prime Minister's meeting with Ordinary Canadians tour, and we spoke about that to a large extent yesterday. Later on in the show today, I'm going to play back for you two calls from last weekend. And they came from Ontario and Alberta. One was from an Ontario mother of two who is very much afraid she's going to lose her home because of Kathleen Wynne's electricity pricing. And the other one was from a heart attack patient, just recovering, doesn't have much money, living on $895 a month in an RV, and he can't afford a propane bottle, the extra $20 that is being charged by the carbon tax. I should let you know that I then received quite a number of emails from folks in Alberta who wanted to pay the $20 for the man who called us. I didn't have any way to get in touch with him. But there is kindness. There is kindness in this country. Uh, Michelle, email from Kathy. Every year in my job, I have to sign a conflict of interest statement, and if I did something to violate that, I'd at the very least be reprimanded and more likely fired. Mr. Trudeau should not and does not have more rights than me. He has to be accountable. My tax dollars pay for his salary. He works for me in ev- and every other Canadian. He needs to figure that out. You know the man, and I, I don't want to put you unfairly on the spot, but Is there a streak of arrogance in Justin Trudeau that would allow him to think, I don't have to check with anybody, I can just do it? Um, Is that a fair question? Yeah, it is. And I think the answer to that is, uh, yes. Yes, there is. Because, again, there is no other explanation. 
how someone sees themselves as being above the law by virtue of being the prime minister, to me, is, is arrogant. How do they feel about you now? Who, the liberals? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I think a number of them would uh, be a little bit uncomfortable because it's unnerving to them that one of their own would speak the truth. And I do about all parties. And I'm particularly disappointed since we won the, the election in how the, um, this is rolled out in terms of ethics. We heard in the past there's been a democratic deficit. That was Paul Martin's buzzword. We've faced a democratic deficit. Well, this one's an ethical deficit, and I, I don't know which one's worse. When it comes to the carbon tax and the prime minister's determination that each and every Canadian is going to pay a carbon tax of some kind or other, and then he makes the statement, well, we're going to collect the carbon tax and it'll be returned to the provinces, and then they can do whatever they want to do. And we know that Brad Wall said to the prime minister during the first minister's conference where, he, where Prime Minister Trudeau almost lost the day until Christy Clark decided that she would play ball with the feds. If they'd lost Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and B.C., it would have been over. But, uh, but Christy Clark decided she would play ball with, uh, with, with, with the federal government. When the prime minister says that his carbon tax is going to be lowered on every single Canadian, including that woman who, called, who, who confronted him from Peterborough at one of the meetings, one of the town halls that he held the other day, and so passionately laid out how she's struggling trying to meet the electricity costs for her home, the electricity costs that have been dumped on her by Kathleen Wynne's mistake, the Prime Minister seemed to me, and we talked about it in detail yesterday and we listened to the answer several times, just totally indifferent, unable to do to offer any coherent response that it would have been even marginally comfortable to this woman. He seemed to me to be trying to sew together various po talking points he's been instructed on. And it was all about, we're all going to have to learn to live with this instead of understanding it's harming people. And when it's harming people, you stop doing it. And why should each and every Canadian have to pony up money for this carbon tax? Why? I don't understand why it's up to each and every one of us to pay more money, whether they have cap-and-trade or carbon tax or, or some other scheme they decide to put in place. Why, why does it have to be a tax on people? The one thing that you can't do is track that kind of thing. Oh, you know, it's all well and good. Well, it's revenue neutral. We're going to take it here. Yeah. Then it's going to go back to the province. We don't know that that's going to happen. No, we don't. And we don't know how they're going to utilize the money because they're so far in the hole, particularly in Ontario, and the federal government is digging themselves into a far bigger hole than they committed to when they ran, uh, and that was predicted. It wouldn't be what, you know... Um, $10 billion. Yeah. It's more like $30 it, it billion already. To, yeah. And it's going to be well in excess of that, in my mind. But there, there just is no way of following the, um, the money no. and ensuring that, you know, it 
no matter what the reason, you know, they try to say, well, you're going to get the benefit here, there, everywhere. Well, we were told that in Ontario about electricity rates, and now we got the premier saying, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Weren't there supposed to be hundreds of thousands of new, exciting, renewable energy jobs? Absolutely. Show me, show me a thousand. Yeah, this is going to create a new economy, a new green initiative. Right. More jobs, and it's just it's. I've lost a lot of faith. The the number that I read the other day was within a relatively short period of time, this country is going to be one point five trillion dollars in debt. Our national debt will be $1.5 trillion. And the current prime minister believes the best way to get us out of debt is to get us into deeper debt. Yep. Let me take a break. We'll come back. More of your calls at 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show and emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. With me is Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, who got herself into a real whack of trouble because she was honest and ethical with each and every taxpayer. She informed everyone about how she spent each dollar of her expense account, and it was demanded of her that she stop that practice. Now, why would that be demanded? What's the reason for that? There's only one reason that's possible. Only one. We'll come back. Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. Uh, the the travel back and forth from Nassau to the island uh, happens on uh, the Agadasta Yusuf, uh, and uh, that's something I think we've uh, we've just uh, we're in the process of uh, of. Uh, explaining in detail to uh, uh, to the media um, and it's something that certainly we uh, look forward to discussing with uh, the conflict of ethics uh, conflict of interest and ethics so there's uh, a little bit more about the uh, from the prime minister I'll hear that again and and when when you see when you hear people saying well it's only about Trudeau's vacation no it's not it's about breaking the law it's about breaking the law and I repeat the federal conflict of interest act prohibits ministers from using private aircraft without prior permission from Parliament's Conflict of Interest Commissioner. Trudeau did not seek prior permission. It's about making sure that there is nothing underhanded going on involving politicians that run our countries. There's a lot of garbage being tossed at the feet of Donald Trump. Maybe he owns it. Maybe he owns some of it. Maybe he doesn't own any of it as far as your your opinion is concerned. But there are checks and balances put in place specifically to keep politicians on the straight and narrow. And when those checks and balances are ignored, then the people suffer and confidence in the electoral system and democracy suffers. It's called the law. And just because your name is Trudeau doesn't mean you get to ignore the law. Bill is in Whitby, Ontario. Bill, thank you for the call. Go ahead, sir. You know, this started the day that he did the speech at his dad's funeral, and he became the self-appointed future prince of Canada. You know, whether it be pay, pay for access to premiers, uh, the, to the PMs, whether it be him kind of returning back in electoral reform by kind of almost saying, well, it's okay now since I'm elected. Now that the thing with doing the, um, the trip he just had, 
whether it now be his tour across Canada, he's a narcissist, a silver spoon narcissist who's been fed by people around the world, whether it be the media, the public, and even Jane Fonda yesterday called him a good-looking liberal. The narcissist will never stop. You know, he has opportunity to do a lot of good. And I've said this to Michelle privately, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a liberal, I'm not a new Democrat, I'm a conservative. That's, well, that's not going to surprise people. But I will challenge, and I have challenged Stephen Harper, I've challenged conservative ministers. I looked at Justin Trudeau and I thought, here's a guy who has opportunity. He has every opportunity to make a significant and a positive difference, a significant and positive impact, because people are interested in him, not just what he says. They're interested in him. And, I, and, I've been, and I've been sorely disappointed since day two. You know, it, it, it just keeps to be, it's, it's the same thing. If I met him tomorrow, I would say, what is more important, Canada or you? Because right now it seems to be him. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it, Bill. Michelle, wrap it up first in about 30 seconds. What's most important? What's most significant here to you? I, well, I think he hit the nail on the head. I think you're last caller, too. Uh, you know, I think that, that the Prime Minister loves to be in the spotlight. And, there, you know, there's a lot of sizzle, but I'm not seeing very much steak. Michelle Simpson, thank you so much for giving us of your time yesterday with the Beauties and the Beast and then again today. Thanks, I Michelle. Appreciate, I appreciated the uh, invitation, Roy. And enjoy that time in California. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to come back and tell you a bit about the next hour and the rest of the show. Stay with us.